Welcome to Core Nourishment. I'm Annie Wagner, your host. This podcast is designed to empower, inspire, ignite presence, purpose, and intention in your day. Welcome back. It's Annie Wagner and the Core Nourishment Podcast. Thank you, everyone, for continuing to subscribe, listen, and share. It means the world to me, and I'm so grateful. So before I introduce my guest today, I wanted to share with you an experience I had this morning. I woke up feeling a little bit under the weather, just a cold coming on, and I had a couple things going on that I just felt a little thrown off. And then I was on my way to Kittery, Maine, where I was heading to do the interview, and I suddenly realized, oh my gosh, I forgot a really important piece that I need in order to be able to actually record. So then I was felt like I was running late. I was in my head trying to figure out, okay, do I turn around? Do I go to a place to pick it up? Oh, I need to call to let her know that I'm running late. So all of this was happening. And in the end, it, it all worked out. Um, I, I arrived and we got started. And yet I still felt preoccupied. I still felt like I was kind of buzzing and in my head. And suddenly I was worried, oh my gosh, what if it's not recording? So I am getting used to doing these interviews with my own equipment. I've really been lucky to be able to have a studio space that I went to and then then was borrowing a friend of mine's equipment. And then here I am now finally using my own, which I'm proud of myself for and I want to be doing, um, but it's still newer. So I'm still figuring all those technological pieces out, which can have me feeling a little bit more preoccupied. Um, so I share that because it's part of the journey. And I also appreciate it because something that I absolutely have cherished and appreciated and loved about podcasting for me is that it's about that. It's about capturing the realness and rawness of life and about authenticity. And it's not about showing up and having everything be polished and perfectly put together. And I've loved that I've been able to land with my interviewees and capture the essence of where they're at in that moment. And the same goes for me with where I'm at. And it's okay. Whatever it comes out, I feel like is meant to be. And the other reason I share this is because for episode nine today, my guest Shayla Durkin has this absolutely beautiful and powerful way about her that she has a gift of being able to guide people to move through fears, to move through these obstacles and out of their headspace and more into their heart. So episode nine, Shayla Durkin, she is founder of Co-Creative Health. She's a powerful woman, an energy healer, mom, Her background is full of so much incredible education. She studied Taltic tradition, the post-traumatic stress phenomenon. She graduated from the School for Multidimensional Healing. She has her Master's of Science in Oriental Medicine. She's a Reiki master. And again, she really helps to guide people to view these real human challenges and past trauma, illness, and experiences as opportunities to release old unconscious pattern. So in this episode, Shayla shares her journey of how she got to do this work that she does today and live in her passion and purpose. She talks about nature as a true teacher for her, grace, the relationship between evolution, energy, and healing, 
spirituality, balancing work life and being a mom and being able to share all that she's doing with her family. Um, It's such an incredible opportunity to learn about energy healing work and the power of nature and Shayla and all that she has to offer this world. She is doing such powerful healing work that is spreading out and rippling out to so many and not only in person, but also long distance healing and group healing and light work sessions. And she's able to do land healing. So I encourage you to tune in. I felt grateful because as we continued to talk and I listened, I was able to land out of my head and into my heart with her and feel her incredible heart energy. So I encourage you to do the same and enjoy. Welcome back. This is the Core Nourishment Podcast with Annie Wagoner, and I'm your host. And this is episode nine. And I'm so excited today to have you, Shayla Durkin, with me. Um, she is, for y'all, all you listeners, Shayla is founder of Co Creative Health. Um, she's a really powerful woman, in my mind, has really inspired me through her energy healing work that she does out in this world. And yeah, I really don't know you very well, Shayla. So part of what I love about this podcasting experience is really being able to land in present with someone in the presence and get to know you. So that's what today's about for yeah. me. Well, thanks for so, having me. Yeah, you're welcome. So when someone asks you, Shayla, what you do, like, how do you in a, I know you do so many incredible things. I was looking at your bio and, um, and I figured instead of me explaining it, that we'll just dive into that. What do you, how do you tell people what you do? It's a little tricky because, um, you know, you sort of have to come up with a short answer sometimes and it's really difficult to come up with a short answer. But, uh, so I try to see who, you know, who's asking the question and are they really interested in the long answer? Because, Mm. um, and then I and then I get to have a really good conversation about about what I do because uh, what I you know when I'm working with people it's about really at this point it's really about true healing and evolution which are really connected especially right now mm. so sometimes I lose people right there right, right. <laughs> you know, they're, they're like, like oh I've had enough <laughs> yeah. and some people are you know that's when you see okay they really want to know more mm-hmm. and then we can get into it but. It's been a long, my own evolution to get me to this place where I know in my deepest part of my core that these two are very connected. Um, And so, uh, and there's a number of ways that that then that manifests. So it can be, uh, you know, working with people one-on-one for their own personal evolution and healing the things in them that are coming up to be let go of Mm. at this time. And then I'm working with groups and I'm working with practitioners, and then I'm working to help develop their ability to work, you know, with the, with the energy that's here uh, to oversee and facilitate our evolution. And then also working with land, because wow. the land yeah. is changing, and the land needs, and our dwellings need help too. So it's a, all of that falls under the umbrella of, I would say, conscious evolution. It's all like so multifaceted too. Yeah, there's a lot of components to it, but it really is, it all does come together under yeah, that concept. Yeah, and when you say, um, and I know a little bit, but I'm just 
for the sake of this sure. interview, when you say you're working on land or yeah. with people, maybe one-on-one or with these groups, is it always in person? Are you always going to that land or, or do you do distance healing? Oh, I do healing? distant yeah. healing too. Cause you know, one of the things about when you're working with raw energy, you know, it doesn't have, uh, it's not bound the same way. Yeah. So, uh, one of the things I'd started, you know, I didn't always work remotely <clears throat> I started out working one-on-one with people and then it, you know, then I started working that into my practice and I really wanted to see what is, what are, what's the experience people have with the remote work? Because I really want people's time and investment to be, mm. you know, to deliver something meaningful for them. So yeah. the remote work's not going to cut it. I'm not going to, I'm not going to do this, but over and over again, it was very validating that the remote work was um, just as powerful and also offered some other opportunities because um, there are advantages to working in person. There are advantages to working uh, remotely. Yeah. And so what the good news is is that both are available. Right, right, which is awesome for people who who hear, hear about you from afar yeah. but can't necessarily travel to you. Absolutely. And, or their time. You know, time is so well, – we were just talking about it. Time yeah. is really pressed. <laughs> and, uh, you know, say if someone lives you know, an hour away, that's a whole half day yeah. to come for a personal session where they may not – uh, may not, may not need to. So some people actually, you know, they, if they travel, um, to come see me, will do some, uh, remotely just because their work schedule or it's a snowstorm. Right. And so they get to see the difference, which is really cool because that's where you see, okay, well, there, there, um, there's value in both. Right. They offer slightly different things. Yeah. And that that's available is great. Yeah. Um, so Shayla, give us an example because when, you know, we're talking kind of you know, vaguely about like, okay, this energy work that you yeah. do. And, and, and you, when I looked at your bio, you've studied your <laughs> master's in oriental, you know, medicine, acupuncture, and then there's, um, the Toltec, you know, and there's, yeah. you've done a lot of post-traumatic yes. stress, phenomenal work. So what, um, how, when someone comes to see you, like, can you give yeah. an example of what kind of like you might hone in on? And I know that I'm sure it's getting to know someone in their Absolutely. journey. What I, what, you know, what I, when people come or, or I talk to them, they usually have an issue that they present with, mm-hmm. that they want help with. But so then it becomes my job to see what's really going on in the energy, um, underneath what's obvious, yeah. uh, in the unconscious to produce their experience that they're trying to heal. So that, just that work itself has evolved over as I've learned more and more about how to then, okay, no, so now we figured it out, but then how do we assist the change yeah and so that's been that's exciting because I'm one of those people I like puzzles yeah so it's like everyone's different there's you know we all have the same themes in us but then how to figure out exactly how that person needs to be worked with is is the puzzle um and then I also am checking I want to make sure that people are in relationship with this energy coming in so Mm. Most people are feeling it now that we are in a really unusual time. Yes. And we've got a lot going on. And, and unfortunately, most people's lens is just this sort of looking out at the world at the very earthly level. And it all looks very unstable and very, uh, you know, it doesn't look good if you just look at it from that angle. Right. So, but from when you look at it from another angle, what we have is um, a time of an evolutionary push. Mm. And it's not random. We have this higher energy coming in that's really helping us with this to mm-hmm. give us a way to move, shift our consciousness, and so we can go through this next evolutionary push. Which, and it, and what um, 
I realized that so much of the things that I uh, I pursued to learn have helped me get to this point. Because, like, the, you mentioned the post-traumatic stress phenomenon. Yeah. That is the best way to understand the nervous system mm. and people and their patterns. And and also, most a lot of people do have trauma in their system. So, and a lot of our this evolutionary stage is about our our nervous systems having to change mm. um, to be more heart. You know, we're, we're moving into a more heart-centered reality. It doesn't yeah. look like that yeah. right now um, because what we just see the purge that's going on. Right, whether but, it's like politically oh, or just like everything all is, over the place. is an upheaval as, feel, as I feel like a lot of people are experiencing or just the fear in, yeah. our, in our culture and society. Then what's, but, one of the things that's you know, cool and validating is that when I work with a person and they begin their healing process, you know, they get their energy system opens up and starts breathing and starts connecting to the earth and starts bringing in that higher energy in mm. and they feel great. And they, but then what happens is that higher energy will bring up the stuff that is just at odds with mm. that, with this, um, better organism, higher organization. Yeah. So there's that moment where people are like, Oh, you know, I, I had a great session, but then I had a nightmare. And it's like, yeah, of course you did. Because you were letting go of all that fear and whatever the fear was connected to. So there's a purge stage with everyone's personal healing process. So you take that same sort of microcosmic look and then you take it out into the world. And we are absolutely just in a purge stage. Yeah. So a lot of old stuff is showing up. Yeah. But people really naturally want to run. And yet it's like, no, this is good because this is helping you break through. And it's helping us break through. It's like, we have to hold the space for the ugly stuff that's been there all along. Mm, What we're looking at right right now is not new. It's just all been there all along. And, and, and the earth is letting go of it and people are letting go of it. Mm. And the energy's in, you know, coming in to help us let go of it. But it's not, um, it's not like we wake up, oh, and, and it's over. And it's sort of, it's a process. It's very yeah. much like a, a birthing yes. process. So we're in that. Yeah. Yeah. And then I can, I'm just like feeling. <laughs> and also I've had, so for all, all of you listeners out there, I've had the amazing opportunity to experience um, some of Shayla's energy healing work in her light work series. Um, and I've gone to probably three or four light work. Mm-hmm. And and what I so appreciate, Shayla, is how you do. You explain very well in in kind of our language. You know, you help. I, I think you explain very well and clearly for people to, to kind of grasp some understanding of what's going on because it can yeah. feel really confusing or overwhelming. And then, and then just what happens in your light work sessions are just so powerful. But so when I was saying I can feel like I can just feel the, the waves, like the ebbs and flows in this purge of oh, yeah. those moments of like, where there's just such intensity and it's hard to put words to um, mm-hmm. what's happening. And then the similarities, just themes in people's lives. Oh, I'll see yeah. what's going on. And I'm sure you'll see. So when someone comes to you, is it often a physiological? Like, yeah, usually there's... like, you know, um, pain or like absolutely. headaches or... Yeah. There's often... Um, it You know, people usually have several things going on. And then finally they're like, okay, I, I know I need to, this looked at. You know, mm-hmm. I want someone to look. I know I, they, something, the light goes on and then the motivation and then they come. And... Uh, and so then they usually have a couple of things going on and it can be, but it's, you know, they, it might be, they throw their back out and right. then they're really limited. So then they like, okay, I got to do this now. Yeah. And then they come in, but then it becomes about, you know, then we get to look at all the things going on and that's, mm. 
Chinese medicine is brilliant for that. Yeah. Because we can understand so many things that might get dismissed as their signals or signs about an imbalance in the system that we can catch early. Um, and we're going, you know, because of this this evolutionary push we're in, people are having a lot of weird and strange experiences and physical experiences, and it's frightening to people sometimes. Yeah. So, um, so when people come in, we look at all of that and see what's really, you know, what prioritize it, see what needs, what's serious and what's not, mm, yeah. you know, how to, what, what we have to do to help that person get better. And often, oftentimes it's, you know, a lot of the things clear up just by getting their energy organized. And then we get to see, okay, well, that other thing needs a little more time. Like someone's gut may need to be healed. Right. You know, very physiological, you know, we use the herbs mm-hmm. uh, and supplements and diet then to address the gut at a very physical level yeah. to support the whole you know, the whole being and the whole, the whole, all the levels of the system. Yeah. Yeah. Which makes so much sense. And I think, so when you mentioned people, you know, are terrified or scared of what they're experiencing, perhaps physiologically, how do you best support people around that? Because I imagine, do you find that sometimes in your work and trying to help organize their energy field, um, their nervous systems are so out of whack that it's like, I can imagine like there's like a sequence of how to get them to be more open to receive the healing. Well, it's amazing. That's one of the um, brilliant things about working with the higher energy, because if we can get that grounded and then people feel it, Mm -hmm. what happened? And so that's why I know talking about this is, is a little tricky because it's the kind of thing that until people experience it and when you experience it, it feels like relief. It's like there's something that goes off in the system. It's like this is what I've been yeah. waiting for. Yeah. And then uh, and then when the, I can help ground that energy, then the nervous system will relax on its own. Yeah. And then when the nervous system starts to relax, the release happens. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then and so there's a, there's sort of a, pro- a progression. Yeah. And then the system opens up to more light, and then the light can, that wants to get in can integrate. Mm-hmm. And that's when people are like, "Oh my goodness, I feel so much better." Yeah. Because our systems are all seeking this. Yes. Um. And and so when when a practitioner can help just sort of fine tune the energy system to open it up to it, then then a natural. Something natural takes over. Yeah, definitely. Because you're which, just facilitating. Which I experienced definitely yeah. in your late work. Yeah. Late what obsessions. With people getting freaked out, what I'm seeing mostly is like, um, you know, people will, the, the symptoms that really scare people are cardiovascular stuff, you know, mm. chest pain. Mm-hmm. And I just say, you know, go go to a walk-in clinic. Then yeah. you know, get your whole, you know, self checked out because your heart is really important. Yes. Yeah. So everyone that's had that has done that, and uh, almost everybody I know has checked out absolutely fine. It's it our because our heart is the center of this change, yeah. And our nervous system is very tied into the heart, and emotions tied into the heart. You can get all kinds of heart related symptoms. Wow! So yeah. that freaks people out. But once once they know have once they get checked out, and then right, once they, they have, have the peace context, of mind. And yeah. Like, okay. Right. Um, yeah. And then the other things that are, are really alarming people are um, the fatigue level that's coming with this, that mm. comes with this. And then the other, then the other one I'd say that people, oh, the siren go by, um, the cognitive stuff. You know, so there are days when people's memory is not as hot, or their recall, or their ability to focus. Yeah. 
And so because we associate all those kinds of experience with illness and getting old or whatever, Mm -hmm. that's when people get really nervous. Yeah. So I feel like my job, one of my jobs is to give people a lot of context and explain and encourage people to work with someone that can help um, kind of track their experience and help them with it. And then absolutely, you know, communicate with a doctor about it too, just so all your bases are covered. But honestly... So much because this process is quite physical, right? People are having a, a lot of physical experiences, mm-hmm. but this is important to mention. What I also say is, um, energy related symptoms associated with our change those come and go and or also totally resolve within a couple hours, you know, minutes to hours to days. Yeah. Things that don't go away and persist that's when we've got to, you know, pay more attention, yeah. To them. And get more tests done and check, yeah. check out what might be going on. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I bet. that's And that's a great point. I'm glad you can, you can share that. Um, one of my, one of the, I think one of the most um, powerful quotes that I read when I was looking at your, your website, and I know you said you're in the process of working on that. And, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's a whole other experience. Um, but I loved the sentence you had on there that talked about how human challenges, like how one of the things that you really... Um, work on and and help people and guide people through is to look at and view human challenges as potent gateways to our true nature and our authentic power. Um, Because I I think that's so beautiful, Shayla, and so important. And um, whether it is, again, these physical symptoms and looking at those as like your body's talking to you, what's it saying and what, where is this coming from um, at a higher consciousness level or maybe a past experience or past trauma. Um, mm-hmm. So it's, it's amazing. What's your favorite? I know it's, <laughs> it's probably really hard to choose, but like what's one of your favorite pieces of your work like, or maybe favorite modality Ooh. or you? Um, it, boy, I love them. I love the whole thing, but I, uh, I, Everything has its own sort of feel to it um, and feeds me in a certain way. So, like, for example, when you, when you showed up, I was, I was back. I had to go find one of the essences. So I was back with all the mother tinctures. And yeah. I was reminded in that moment how much I absolutely love working with nature. Yeah. And it's yeah. like, oh, you know, because you asked me when, I, when you asked me to do this talk, you were like, okay, I'm going to ask you about what, you know. I think the only thing is it was, I'm going to ask you about what inspires you. Yeah. So I was like, so I've been thinking about that. And I was in the back in the, in the room with all the mother tinctures. And I was like, oh yeah, this is one of the things that really inspires me and feeds me. Yeah. And it's fun. Yeah. And um, so that, that's, I mean, I love that. I love working with people one-on-one and seeing them change yeah, and seeing the the quality of their life come back and their relationships get strong and their resilience come back. And that's really exciting. Yeah. And then I also, I feel like I was born to teach and share. So Mm. there's a part of me that uh, really loves the teaching portion too. Yeah. You're amazing at that. Thank you. Yeah. Really gifted. So tell me more about that. Tell me (laughs) more about like what landed you, what, when did you realize that you wanted to, to be a teacher and be a healer and explore this work more. Do you have like a moment when you were a child that no. it's like an aha moment? Well, or? <laughs> it hit more later. I um, I went, I went to college and I, uh, I loved history. Mm. And I think that was really important for this whole, you know, how this is all going to unfold as well. But I didn't know that then, you know, and I thought, Oh, I'm going to be a history professor. Okay. So I thought I was yeah. going to teach yeah. that. And I was like, 
maybe I'll write some books, you know, live in a college town. You know, this is right. sort of my life plan. And then uh, I started having weird health issues out of the blue. And I'd never been someone to have, you know, I wasn't a sickly kid or anything. So mm-hmm. I was like, what is going on? So that became this experience that sort of opened me up to go outside of the box to mm-hmm. find out what was going on. And that became the, the beginning of this sort of inquiry of, you know, what, what is healing? Why is this happening? What's the cause of this? And so to get into some of these root cause places. So that opened up uh, the doors and actually kind of blew my doors off, really, mm. because it changed my life completely. And then yeah. I moved out to Colorado. Well, <laughs> I, was at, I was at University of Vermont in Burlington, and my house that I was living in burned down in a blizzard. And I was like, you know what? I think it's time for me to move. Oh, my so gosh. So I, wow, I had been uh, really intrigued by moving out west. Yeah. And so I, I landed in Boulder, Colorado, finished up my undergrad there. And Boulder happens to be a really good place to, to, to be when you are ready to learn a lot. There's a lot of teaching that goes on there. There's a lot of health. There's a lot of spirituality. So Yeah, I love that place. It's beautiful. I've been it is, there and it's beautiful. Times. It's amazing. And, yeah. Like the energy the, there feels the really. Yeah. So that, um, I was in, I landed exactly where I think I was meant to be. I found really, I, you know, I feel blessed. I've, I've always found uh, the right teacher at the right time, and they usually are the best at what mm-hmm. they do. Mm-hmm. And even if no one knows them and they're quiet and they never even put a business card out, you know, they're just, they have it. And so I, um, that sort of opened up the whole, the whole path. That's amazing. That's so cool. Yeah. That's, and I think awesome. back, it was, you know, when you look back, you know, when, I, when I'm talking about it now, it sounds like, oh, this easy, like I jump, you know, you, you're sort of on your path and you, but you don't have the knowing then how it's right. all unfolding. You just sort of have to when take were, each step or yeah. each breadcrumb as yeah. it comes. And did you like? Do you feel like as a just even as a child, were you always kind of curious and open in that way, like spiritually? Or when or, I was little, I was very much so. Yeah. And I was really creative. I was one of those kids that always had a sketch pad with mm. me. I um, loved to be outside all the time. Loved animals. Actually, thought I was going to be a vet when I was really little. So I've always been really sensitive. Yeah, uh, and I. And, and, you know, what good or bad, whatever, how it played out, I think in order to handle the sensitivity, I shut down quite a bit. Which um, I hear so many, I mean, I don't, when you say, like, most kids are just yeah. born that way, and then and it then happens, it shuts they down. shut down. Yeah. It's just, it's sort of, I think what, there's some, there's some, you know, something important about that, and it, uh, but it's also a shame. Yeah. So, because I watch it happening in kids, you know, but there's, so one of the things I'm, also really interested in is how to support sensitive kids yeah. in getting res- becoming resilient but also not losing their still staying connection. open and yeah and so connected. because I think what then has to happen down the road is there has to be if they really shut down then it's easy for things to happen that would you know take people further off a path mm. so then there has to be this experience that opens things back up which right. can often be a trauma yeah. or a, you know some something that, you know, jars the system. Yeah. So I would love to be able to prevent that from happening for especially some of these younger folks that are, uh, you know, here and yeah. have a lot to offer. And I have a, a son. And so these are the things that I think about. But yeah, so I wasn't. Do you see that with him? I mean, do oh, you, yeah. are you constantly just witnessing him, his 
Absolutely. Opening and I'm also, like, really resiliency. pleased by yeah. his, uh, his development. And it's all been, you know, working with this new energy to create a really dynamically resilient uh, sort of vessel. Yeah. And, and that's what I'm seeing with people across the board that stay with it. Yeah. Yeah. They can handle a lot and they're, but they hold on to their sensitivity. They're not shutting down. Mm. Yeah, yeah. That's beautiful. Cause sensitivity is not, cause sensitivity got this bad rap. Totally. Oh Especially, my gosh. You know, it's yeah. like, oh, you're so sensitive. Yeah. But it's like, actually, you know, if, um, I think of it more along the lines of instruments, like mm-hmm. a really sensitive instrument's capable of extraordinary things. Yeah, I love that. And so it's like, yeah, some, you know, some some systems need a little different kind of care yeah. and awareness. But there, it's not sensitivity is not weakness. No, I guess right. Is what it's kind of like the vulnerability yeah. idea. Like, yeah, I mean, that's a whole different. But um, yeah, I do think that people and for a long time thought sensitivity equaled weakness. Yes, and if anything, I think it's. It's just in of itself. It's it's just it is, and it's it can be such a strength. Yeah. Um. And 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 would you say that everyone has that certain level of sensitivity in them, or did at some point? And then again, it. Yeah, I mean, I think, I think everyone, more naturally, some people are more absolutely. Like, I think there's a spectrum, mm-hmm. and and that's an important spectrum. Yeah. Especially if you look back, uh, you know, it the sensitivity wouldn't have served a, a lot of people if you look at history. You right. Know? So. But we're at a time where people are open, having to open up. Yeah. So now we're having to renegotiate this and figure out how to work with, with mm. it. So I do think there are, it's sort of like everyone can sing. Yeah. But not everybody should, like, should necessarily be, <laughs> right, exactly. be on the radio. <laughs> right, right. It's like, you know, so there are a stadium shower. Or, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So everyone has the, everyone has a sensitivity. And then, but um, if, that, but there are people who are, you know, really sensitive. And then the people that are not as sensitive, their strengths are coming from another place, mm. you know. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's just, uh, it's that whole, you know, we need different, all different types of folks out there. Yeah. Yeah, totally. I know. It's so amazing. What do you think, Shayla, about, because I hear, you know, and I have two kids also, um, yeah. and I, I feel like I have, you know, especially in the last few years, just kind of reawakened or tapped into my own spirituality again too and I love like researching and learning about a lot of what you're talking about and um and and you hear like okay that kids in our gener our kids generations are kind of born as these crystal children Mm -hmm. or um I know there are a few different yeah different labels but what do you think of that um I I personally I um I've stayed away I, I I think it's important to keep concepts in mind Mm -hmm. and, you know, sort of keep it up on a mental bulletin board, Mm -hmm. but to resist labeling. Yeah. Yeah. And especially, um, not telling kids that Mm. they're extra special. Uh, there's a little, that's a little bit of a hard edge to walk. Yeah. Um, because really, you know, we're all, you know, that we're all, we're all special, you know? So, I, but I, but what I, so what I'm always looking for is let's get away from the labels and then see what's really, what we're really, what's happening. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. So I, I am seeing a lot of kids that uh, they, they have different, they seem to have different uh, levels of awareness and gifts and things to tap into. Mm-hmm. Um, they're extraordinary, you know, some can be extraordinary talented in some realm at a very early age. Uh, and that, like, even that, you know, that, it's not like, if you look at the reality shows on TV, like the, um, 
what's the one America's Got Talent? Yes. I mean, you see these kids get on stage and some of them have had no formal training or the dance shows. And it's like, how do they 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 come from? Right, right. (laughs) So you're seeing that. You're seeing some kids that are have like, uh, you know, unusual psychic capabilities. You're seeing kids with extraordinary ability with numbers, you know, so... um, it's all, be, I, you know, because I think their systems are, their energy systems are coming in kind of sophisticated. Yeah. And so then we have to figure out, well, who, who needs support and who, who, you know, and what kind of support do they need? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And I like that. That's such a good point. The whole labeling. Because in general, we think about labels in our life. And so yeah. once someone's been told something, you know, um, it, it, it can become a stigma or become yeah, like a way that they something. identify themselves. And yeah. it doesn't, it, it just is. So it doesn't need to be, yeah. It's better so to get in, that. you know, sort of uh, the ground level. What's, yeah. what's this look like? Like exploring it. Yeah. And, and yeah. um, yeah, and I think, we, you know, we have a tendency to want to categorize things. Yeah. And, you know, we just do that. Yeah. And and there's, what that does is, is I think, limit things a lot of times. Better to, to I believe, especially with, what we're, what's happening is that resist the label and the categorization as much as possible and just observe and see what, what's really happening. Yeah. Yeah. That's beautiful. That's awesome. So, um, tell me more about like your past, like you talked about nature and then you gave that little, that little (laughs) glimpse of you in the tincture room and just like, yes, this is what inspires me. Mm -hmm. So I want to hear more about what inspires you, Shayla, aside from, and yes, obviously clearly your work does, but what else inspires you and has been, um, teachers for you in your life, whether actually like people, teachers or nature or. Yeah. Um, like all of the above, I feel like the teaching comes in from people and also just from, um, from somewhere higher, you know, Mm. and then, I was thinking about inspiration and uh, one of the, you know, I had another experience recently where uh, I went out into nature to sort of as a restorative sort of thing, you know, just to get outside, which is really how I recharge. Yeah. And uh, I was, you know, I just felt like my energy felt flat and I, and I don't like that. And I thought, what is going on? I just need to recharge. I need to get back out into nature and I decided to sit down and just sort of, you know, let the sun hit my skin and, and uh, feel the falls. We've had a really beautiful fall so far. And with, you know, within a few minutes, I started to feel this, uh, that creative energy start. And I got really, you know, and so I was like, okay, I'm observing what happens with my, with how inspiration works for me. Because uh, I was just with the intention of going out to recharge myself, once I sort of re-tapped into to that restorative power of nature, then this whole sort of download came in that was very creative and, you know, in its essence about sort of something to, you know, some new way to present a class or some, some new way to do something. And, um, and it really feels like it's coming from a higher place. Yeah. Like, and then I thought, okay, this is, you know, I'm watching it because you had me think about it. And then I'm like, this is really, this is really cool because, uh, I, you know, I think what, one of the things I thought about is this is something that can happen for anybody, like mm. to take, and it takes us out of that, um, you know, what the tar- the difficulty of daily life that can clog yeah. all those channels and yeah. then just make you cut, cut off completely from that flow. 
So for and you're me, you're kind of just going through the motions and go, go, going. And, yeah. yeah. And just trying to make sure everyone's got what they need and, right. like, you know, your bills are paid and, and then and there's always something breaking open in life that then also has to take your time and energy. And so, uh, and then there's so much fear. Yeah. Uh, we're just sort of stewing in it these days with the purge. So I thought, well, you know, I got to get out into nature and then the process just started happening. Mm. And um, it feels like grace when that happens. Mm, And I was thinking, you know, this, what makes me feel good is that, that, that happened for me, but that's happening for other people too. Yeah. And so this is how we get, you know, keep moving, keep plodding on with, uh, with this, you know, with life, even when it gets difficult. Yeah. And that ripple that can happen if you like that awareness of you saying like, I, okay, this grace, I'm experiencing this. And that means other people are too. And just trusting that and feeding that energy. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Where's your favorite places to go hiking or to be out? Well, I live in the woods and that's good because I can just want to go out from there. But we live in a beautiful area. So there's all, you know, sometimes I want to go to the beach, but, um, but for the restorative kind of uh, beach trip, it's usually September or yeah. June before yeah. it gets before crowded. The seasonal um, or, you know, one of the places that's not as popular or um, there's, uh, we went to Mount Agamenicus over the weekend. Mm. And there's trails, you know, even when it's crowded there, there are trails you can go on. That yeah. Are, that are great. Um, I love that one. That's a great place. And even yeah. sometimes, you know. Uh, just going for a walk outside, even if I don't have time to get, you know, into the woods, just, uh, if I go from here across the bridge, you know, mm-hmm. that I, I yeah. crossed a big river, you know, it yeah. just gets my body moving. It gets just to experience the fresh air and the sunshine. Yeah. And, there's yeah. a lot of visual, beautiful visual stimulation around mm-hmm. us, especially, mm-hmm. you know, there's, we do live in a beautiful area and I'm constantly reminded that even when I moved here from Colorado, we have a, there in Colorado, there's, you know, I forget, you know, it, it, essentially the statistic is like very few cloudy days yes. <laughs> and mostly sunshine so true. Yes. and the, and I don't remember shoveling snow once even though we had snowstorms yes. because it melts and then you just take a broom and yeah. it's like no big deal <laughs> but the first winter I moved back here there was uh, endless snow and uh and then I remember driving across that bridge and there was sea smoke coming off the ocean it's oh, like wow. wow even when it's Four below. That's incredible. And I'm sick of shoveling. Yeah. But it was yeah. just like there's something just stunningly beautiful going That's awesome. On. Yeah. That's a great image. Yeah. That's so cool. That's so funny. I never thought of like Colorado. I would think you would have shoveled a lot. But yeah, no. You just yeah. take a room and yeah. No, because it so, it's so light. It's yeah. really fluffy snow. Yeah. I mean, it, yeah, I'm not, no, I don't think I ever shoveled. That's amazing. Yeah. And, yeah. He, and then that, <laughs> that winter I moved back here, I think we got like a 10 inch. 10 inch or twice a week. Oh my gosh. It was 2002, 2003. <laughs> yeah. And I was, I don't think I stopped shoveling. Yeah. <laughs> like my, my, right. It's such good exercise. It is good exercise. But after a while, my, you're like, all right. Yeah. My upper body and my core got pretty strong doing that. Yeah. And then I was renting an office where they didn't shovel the walks or anything. So I was like, okay, now I'm at work and I'm going to shovel <laughs> to get to the door. Yeah. That's amazing. It reminds me of a couple winters ago. And then, yeah. 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 Sure it wasn't as bad as a couple but yeah. it was no it was comparable yeah and especially for you coming from Colorado yeah. to this uh, yeah I yeah, think my family had a had a had a bet going that I was not gonna stay <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome that's so funny so tell me a little bit about your family if you want to Sheila so yeah um are you close to your family are they supportive of what you're doing are they do you feel like they're part of what led you to your path 
Well, I, I definitely, you know, I, I, um, both my parents, uh, were just very encouraging of what, uh, whatever my brother, sister, and I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And then my brother and sister took more traditional paths. Um, and then when I started to veer over in this direction, uh, actually, I think they, on, you know, they just trusted that I was going mm-hmm. in the direction that was right for me. So I didn't get a lot of pushback or I didn't even get a lot of um, resistance from them, which was really great. And um, yeah, my awesome. siblings are, are fairly open. And um, Where are you in the line? I'm the youngest. You're the youngest. Okay. Yeah. All right. And... Uh, yeah, so that's been good. Like, I know I've seen other people go through that struggle where yeah. they don't have anyone supporting uh, a lot of them. challenging questions. And, yeah. Yeah, and they want to make changes and they're ridiculed or, mm. um, you know, they, uh, they want to talk about, you know, they're having, they're, they're having a spiritual opening and, they, and it feels real to them and important and then they don't have anyone supporting them. Yeah. So often that if it's a client, I become that person for them. Yeah, I bet. Yeah. yeah. To keep them and keep them grounded and keep them going and keep them encouraged, you know, keep them give them the support that they're not getting from the yeah. their community or if it's you know, it's, it's we're in a time where that's happening less and less because so many people are opening up. Yeah. That you people seem to at least have a friend or a sister or someone. someone who, to, yeah. yeah. That's good, which I agree. And sometimes I'm like, is it because of the community I surround myself with that I that I see more opening up happening? Um, I like to believe it's beyond that, though. And, yeah. And no, it I think feels, it is. It feels, yeah, it's really hopeful and, mm-hmm. and beautiful. Um, do you find that anyone comes to you, Shayla, and is like really, you know, perhaps out of fear and, and desperate, um, but then like really skeptical and closed off. And there's probably, I imagine this process of you kind of coaching them through that. Yep. um, So that they can open up. Yes. Yeah, definitely. And I don't mind the skeptic and people. Mm -hmm. I don't mind the the part of them that's like, you know, I want to, you know, that, that questions. Yeah. Cause Uh, it's important. Yeah. Cause the people that don't question often find themselves in in trouble Mm -hmm. because there's no guardrails on that. Yeah. uh, Opening. Yeah. Um, So I don't mind what I, you know, what I say to people that work with me, you know, as long as you're open to this and this is working for you and um, you're not really fighting it all the time. Yeah. Because that, there's no point. Right. You know, you just wait. You just, it's not the right time. Right. But, uh, but yeah, the questioning I think is really important. Yeah. But I, when people feel that the energy working with them and they feel stronger and they feel it's, it, the energy sort of is, um, confirms a lot for people Mm -hmm. I think as far as uh their experience and then so much of my focus is making sure people are really grounded Mm -hmm. so that that seems to that's really important just in general and then um that that keeps people I think feeling really well supported and also just like they're this isn't some sort of woo woo weird thing to do yeah yeah Can you expand for listeners out there when you say, like, you feel like it's so absolutely essential for people to be grounded? Yeah. Um, you know, what's, how do you describe that a little bit more? So, um, when people aren't in their body, uh, you know, and, and there's all kinds of reasons they're not, you know, they're, and, and those, all those reasons have to be respected. But it's really important to, for me as a practitioner to help people come back into their body because yeah. this is the vessel we 
or, you know, that keeps us incarnated, keeps us strong. Um, so when we're, you know, our, our, we're really integrated in our body, everything works that, you know, our, all our systems work better. Yeah. Um, our mind is happier, Mm -hmm. you know, our mind has a place to rest. Mm. So, and then on top of that, we have this process going on where we have new, uh, energy coming into our energy system Mm -hmm. and that has to be integrated. Yeah. If it doesn't integrate, you get problems. So, so when, when I talk about grounding, it's often an interchangeable term with integration because without the integration, then the nervous system starts to get really unhappy. Yeah. Uh, and then it can't breathe. And then you can't release on your own what needs to release. And everything starts to get sort of rammed and jammed. Yeah. yeah. And if people have a tendency to leave their body, then they keep then instead of going, it, working to get into their body when that's happening, they will go further out. Mm. And that's not a good place to be. Yeah. At all. It's not, a, it's not really a safe place to no, be. No, no. You're right. too vulnerable. The strength comes from the integration. Yeah. And right now, the goal is to create sort of really dynamically strong and resilient, you know, people. Yeah. And, um, and so that, you know, this is why it's so important. It's why I hammer on this so yeah. much. Yeah. yeah. Which, yeah, it's awesome. And I feel that when I... So let's talk about like some of your classes and say, I feel that when I'm in your light work yeah. you know, sessions, which I love. So can you explain to people like what, what is light work versus some of the, cause you're offering trainings and classes mm-hmm. too, um, which I've been really intrigued by. And I know a few friends who've gone through and um, are incredible yeah. sharing what you do. So do yeah, you- the light work is open to all. And that, uh, that started once. So once I realized that, so to what was happening in the treatment room with one person, there are elements that could be worked in groups. And then there, I sort of had, had the inspiration. And then I have the sort of, sometimes I feel like there's a boot at my back. Like, yeah. yeah now yeah. you're going to do this. Yeah. So uh, I sort of set it up like, well, I'm going to try it. Oh, right. And we'll see how it goes. Yeah. And I, that was um, eight years ago. Wow. That's so amazing. they, yeah, they've been monthly for eight years. And what I, you know, what, the, what we do there uh, is, Essentially, what I've described, we get people really grounded, get their nervous systems to relax, the essential first release of the sort of the garbage that's collected in the field or the fear that's ready to go but can't find its way out. You get that moving, and then that makes room for the light. Mm-hmm. And then when the light comes in, people really feel it. Yeah. And the, the light will come in to heal things. It will. Yeah. It's, it's helping to create this dynamically strong vessel and also spurring on helping with our the evolution that's wanting to happen and then uh just a byproduct of of all that is that some you know nagging issues will go away after that yeah yeah but the one thing about the light work is that there's you know there's i don't say you know if oh if you're having some sort of pain come i'll take care of it it's more like we're going to open up the energy and we're going to see what happens yeah uh and so every month it's been a positive experience, so I keep doing it. That's so amazing. Do you find that you go in um, and you have an idea, and then sometimes you have to completely shift yeah. what shows up? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, that I yeah. Sometimes I'll think, oh, today it's good. We're going to do this, and then it's like, yeah. no. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guess not. Let's shift it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And it's just a matter of like just be staying curious to yeah. the possibilities. Yeah. But I actually like it kind of when I'm 
when I'm when I'm sort of wrong because I'm like, yep, nope, oh, <laughs> nope, total yeah. surprise. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. And I like that about you, Shayla. Like, I can feel your curiosity and just your ability to just be be completely like open to it shifting and and you're so open about that and I think that that makes it really more real yeah. so yeah well we're gonna cool. stay open to, you know create the opening yeah. for the possibilities yeah. yeah so the the light work's uh been great and then uh what I started realizing from again it seems like the treatment room becomes like sort of the lab in a yeah. way but sort of the essential messages is uh, some of the stuff that you're, you know, some of the stuff I'm doing with people needs to be taught, mm-hmm. even the self-care stuff, yeah. because there's a lot that people could have to be more just, um, um self-reliant mm-hmm. so that if they're not feeling good, they don't have to wait to, you know, for someone else to fix it for them. They right. can start doing that for themselves or their kids or their clients even. So, yeah. so I started some self-care modules yeah. for that. And then, um, and that's, but that went well. And so I keep up with those. And then after a couple years of doing that, it became clear that I could actually train practitioners to do some of the deeper work. Yeah. So we're in the second year with that class. And then I do other classes that focus on conscious, the concept and practice of conscious co-creation. And then working, uh, I call the class power through partnership, but it's, uh, working, learning to work in partnership with the forces yeah. that sustain creation. So it's not just about opening up, but then making these connections and rooting back to rooting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's and nature amazing. becomes our teacher at that yeah. point because nature is the master of uh, balance and form. Mm. And so that's one of the you know when people say, "Well, what do you mean the forces of creation?" I'm like, "Well, nature. The nature's one. So that's one of the foundations yeah. of that class." Yeah, yeah. That's great. That's amazing. So cool. So self-care. So what's your self-care like? Like, let's let us through. Yeah. I'll do some of the work that I do on other people on myself. Usually work on myself every day. Yeah. Usually wake up in the morning and do that first thing. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then after a day of working on people, I will make sure to sort of reground and clear myself. And, um, and, and that, so that's, so the core of it. And then there's all kinds of, you know, getting out into nature, going for walks, my diet's pretty good. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not perfect. Yeah, uh, but it's fine. It's yeah, good. It's not supposed to be perfection, right? Yeah. I feel like I learned by watching a lot of people uh, over the years that rigidity doesn't work no. either. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah. So I strive for a, you know that that resiliency and look for it in my system. And if I feel like I'm not, um, if I need extra care, yeah, I will move in that direction yeah. until yeah. I feel sort of resiliency come back some of my Chinese teachers were just like you Americans are so neurotic because we were in (laughs) Boulder too oh my gosh one of the just like this (laughs) hub yeah yeah and this Chinese master like Chai Chi master came in town and he was telling he so he was giving a dietary advice and I think he said something like you're going to take the you know this liver of you know a clean animal and you're going to like um put a little sugar in there and the person went nuts about sugar and he was like what is wrong with you <laughs> I know I know yeah it's it's so true I've seen a lot of that in my work and in my own personal journey with yeah. you know for for talking about nutrition you know I um I think that it's so important to be mindful and you know not only 
of what you're putting in and where it's coming from, but then, yeah. you know, how, like, what's your relationship with food and how you're eating it? Like, right. those are all really important aspects, too, and not Absolutely. just the, the what and what you shouldn't. And, yes, you know, to me, they're, they're we talk about labels again. Like, yeah. I try not to label and just say, well, listen to your body. What What is it saying to you yeah. um, in relationship to this certain food? And, and that'll shift, too. But Right. Yeah, and once you get people connected to their bodies again, yeah. they will have that kind of feedback. They'll know, oh, you know... That, whatever that food is, it didn't work for. It's not working right. for me right now. Yeah, and, yeah. And you get that direct feedback. Yeah, it's kind of like what a lot of women report when they're pregnant. Mm. They kind of are averse to certain things yes. and attract to certain yes. things, and they they some of them even have a practice where they'll walk into a, you know, the markets, you know, and say, okay, what what's you know consciously what what do I need? Yeah, and they'll yeah. gravitate towards you know, yeah. pomegranates or right right mangoes or some exotic fruit yeah. because there's something in there that they need. Yeah, and they there's a knowing that they are making room for. Yeah, yeah, that's so true. That's but so great. back to yeah, so self care. You know, there's I'm definitely um, good with my diet, but again, not perfect. And then uh, yeah, there's uh, I'll you know I'll and I will go get uh, body work. When mm. need to needed yeah. as well. Yeah. And there's more I would love to do uh, for myself. There's just only so much time. Yeah. And there's things I'm not willing to, you know, I want to be there for my family. So yeah. I don't want to, um, to, you know, there's, I have to measure it. Oh, should I go get a massage or should yeah. I you yeah. know, be with my family? And I'll yeah. most often choose my family right now, knowing that that's going to change as, as my son gets older. Yeah. Yeah. And I'll have more time again. Definitely. But yeah, it's so true that work life balance is tricky, especially when your work is not just work is such a funny word, like more of like your purpose and mission and, yeah. and passion. Um, do you find it hard to maintain and hold your boundaries around that too? Because I'm yeah, sure it's other a people con- reach out to you in emergency situations. Yeah. I can imagine. It is. It's an ongoing boundaries is an ongoing issue for anyone I think and in just when you think you've got it down you know you have a, probably another you know round of Layer, boundary yeah. stuff to and I and knowing that is you know so that is helpful because it just comes with the um comes with you know comes with the territory but um yeah it's 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 I have to have my intentions and priorities straight yeah and then I don't again I don't want it too rigid because yeah. I don't want to not be available for someone who's truly in a crisis that I know I can help. So then, so again, there's, there's this, there's my intentions and then there's the fluidity in there that I strive for. So that, um, so that it all works out. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But I do, I try not to over, you know, I'm some practitioners work, you know, see people five days a week and and I don't, you know, I I do three days a week because I teach on the weekends. And Mm -hmm. so I, uh, and I will take time off if I need to. Yeah, which is great. Also, role modeling. I think that that's yeah. just great, healthy living yeah. <laughs> in general. So, Well, when you work, there's different ways of working with people. When you work this intimately with people's energy systems, you can't do that yeah. all day, every yeah. day. It's, you, you can't. And you will last if you do try to do that. So, Did you find in the beginning, as you dove deeper into this work, that it, did you have a hard time keeping your energy up? Because I, I, yeah, you know, there, well, it's been a bit of a learning curve. I learned yeah. a lot by yeah. that, you know, how, how that works. And, and sometimes things still catch me by surprise. Yeah. 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 And that's when you're like, okay, I'm going to go get that massage. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Yeah. 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 So where do you see yourself heading, Shayla? Do you have um, a vision or um, 
I, I still find you use the word goals, but like, yeah. you know, what are your kind of your bigger dreams with your journey you're on? Well, I think the, this work, I would like it to get out to more people. Yeah. Uh, I feel like it's really important. So however that needs to be, I think people really need context and information. So getting that out to people and then, uh, tools and resources so that's there's context and then there's okay well now what I do with all that context and so then that's where the you know this you know either teaching self-care modules or you know the the work at different levels to whoever's up you know whoever's up for that journey yeah and then they and then they continue to share and that just continues to ripple out which is which is awesome yeah do you have a vision of writing books or I think that's gonna have to happen yeah I just have to set aside time maybe that'll be (laughs) the next phase right right it's just like yeah older and yeah yeah and I like to write uh and then as I said teach so they that that that's coming yeah yeah and people are always saying to me oh do are there any books I can read on this and I'm like I don't, I'm, I'm like, I'm working on it. <laughs> You're like, there will just be. Wait, just wait. <laughs> yeah. So what I do in the meantime, the, um, I, in the, when I post usually once a month, mm-hmm. there's some months I, if I don't feel like I have something great to say, you know, or really valuable, sometimes I'll take that month off, but, um, or if it's a really busy month, but up on the website, I try to post some information, mm. context yeah. for people. And yeah. I always get feedback like, oh, thank you. That explains yeah. a lot. Right. Or, um, and then I'll do that at the beginning of every light work class. I try to give some more context. Yeah. Keep people connected cognitively to what's happening so it doesn't seem so overwhelming. And so I'll continue to do that. Yeah. Yeah. I always appreciate your, your writing. And, and, and when you send an email, too, it's like a nice like reminder, too, that you know, we're not alone in some right. of the things we're experiencing, which I think can can feel overwhelming yeah. or just unsettling. Definitely. So, yeah. Yeah, that's great. Well, thank you so much for taking this yeah. time today, Shayla. Is Thanks there anything for taking else time with that me. you you feel a call to share in this moment? And um, how can people find you? Well, the website that I have na- now is is up. I'm it's it's not it's just sort of been neglected by because I've got the new one coming. Okay. So, um soon like really soon, and maybe even by the time some people hear this, the new one will be up. Okay. And I've geared this one to have more information and have all the classes and have, you know, make it a place where people can land uh, that has some resources. And awesome. So that's my, that's next, and that's how people. And so cocreative.com. Cocreativehealth.com. Okay. Yes. Okay. Cocreativehealth.com. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. Great. Well, thank you so much. This was amazing. It's so yeah. fun to learn more about just even more about you and your past and what brought you to do this incredible work that you share with the world. Yeah. Well, uh, thank you. This has been great. And thanks for having me. Yeah, you're welcome.